This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Kim Patterson. When it comes to the Christmas holidays, most Americans plan on spending time with loved ones, enjoying the break from classes, maybe getting some time off from work. But for those serving in the military, Christmas is business as usual. Frank Curry of Waco was aboard the USS Tennessee when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. He remembers when the Tennessee was finally able to get underway two weeks later. We had our first Christmas at sea, and they took wrappers off of turkeys marked World War I. But there's good turkeys. Starting with Christmas at sea, 1941, I spent Christmas at sea in the Pacific aboard ship 41, 42, 43, and 44. Never a show. And the war was over in 45, and I was ashore then. The Christmas season of 1944 found Fred Novak of Bremond in a foxhole in Western Europe. His unit had landed at Normandy Beach that summer and by year's end was involved in the Battle of the Bulge. We were getting some mail coming into the foxhole, reading the mail, and, uh, and I had a new guy. He just came in from the state of Texas to join me, two of us, two foxhole. I said, I see you new down here. I said, you see any combat? He said, I don't know nothing much about it. I said, well, don't be a hero now. I said, just do your job the best you can, but don't try to be a hero. Novak explains that his advice to the new guy fell on deaf ears. Christmas morning, the sergeant come over there and said, he said, y'all see that house over there? I said, yep. You see that bunker down there? I said, yeah, hulk it out. He says, Germans got their machine guns in there, and they're picking our guys off. So he says, we're going to go, but who wants to volunteer to be the leader, to go in personal? Well, that guy right away jumped up and picked his hand up. I, I'll be the first one. So we started down there, and uh, got pretty close to it, and then all of a sudden the machine gun opened up far and just split that guy's stomach. So we was going to put him out, and uh, I got hit to my knee. <clears throat> got a purple heart for that, and we got him. <clears throat> we got the Germans out of there. George McDowell of Houston graduated from West Point in 1937 and served in the military until 1961. One of his last jobs before retirement was overseeing the installation in England of the Thor Missile Force, which pointed toward the Soviet Union. McDowell recalls what happened a few days before Christmas of 1960. The sergeant came into my office and said, Colonel, he says, I have just discovered that these bombs on the nose of these can be sabotaged. They won't go off. I said, what the hell are you talking about? He said, let me show you the diagram. I said, showed him. I said let's go and talk to General Blanchard. Showed him that. He picks the phone up and calls General LeMay, commander of the Caesar Care Command, and said, I think we need a, a team out of Sandia Base out here, or right down over here just as fast as we can get him. Which is it, that we just blew their Christmas sale. <laughs> about 12 people came over. And they, sure enough, they found them. Something that uh, in the thing that could have been tampered with. You know? Oh, I see. While enjoying the wonders and joys of the Christmas season, let's keep those serving our country, both at home and abroad, in our thoughts and prayers. Living Stories is heard on 103.3 FM, Waco's NPR. For program transcripts or more information about the Institute for Oral History, visit baylor.edu slash livingstories.